Hey guys, welcome back to the Theology High podcast. Uh, today is Saturday, May 2nd, 2020. And I hope all you guys are doing good. Um, and um, you guys are trying to enjoy you guys' day with all this while we're still in quarantine. And uh, it's funny because uh, right now, oh, well, I don't know if they're still doing it right now, but this this morning... Uh, they were protesting in uh, in Orange County and Alley County, I believe, in the beaches. Cause man, it's hot. It's hot, you know. And people want to go swim. That's why we live in California because of the beaches. And they're telling us we can't go to the beaches. Yeah, no, no. We we gotta enjoy the beaches, man. And uh, before before I I I hit I start with this episode. Um, a friend of mine, he uh. Uh, he 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 posted he posted on um, on Instagram uh, about the uh, CDC, and it says, uh, "Did I read this wrong, or did the CDC just revise the national COVID nineteen deaths to thirty seven thousand three hundred and eight? I mean, from last time I checked, it was like it was." It was pretty high. It was no thirty thousand. So what what's what's really going on? So if it's only thirty thousand, that means it's it's not that big of a deal. We should be able to go outside. We should be able to enjoy enjoy ourselves. Um, I know this is going to be off topic, but uh, a little bit of, of of the COVID. There was these two doctors uh, in Bakersfield. I, I believe it was Bakersfield, and they did you know they did a whole study you know with their. Uh, hospital and and all this with their patient they tested them and and they came into a, a conclusion that is not that serious that is 0.03 percent chance for you to get covid come on man we're that's like you literally have a bigger chance getting your car and getting into a car accident than getting covid 19. That's ridiculous. Uh, and so, and w- one one thing that he was uh, he was talking about, um, he he was also saying, you know, um, obviously there's a lot of combinations of our immune system. So we're staying at home, which we're not getting enough vitamin D or vitamin B from the sun, vitamin D, I believe, which our immune system goes down. And we're listening to the media, which is all negative. And our system keeps going down. And our system keeps weakening because we're just at home. We get in anxiety. We get depressed. We're not getting enough sun. We're not getting energy. Um, and and then they're telling us to clean everything with Lysol or Clorox or bleach or this and that. And our body needs bacteria. So he says... You know, we're trying to be so clean that by the time we are able to go outside, diseases are going to spike up. You know, it's like a baby, right? The baby that's born in a farm and a baby that's not born in a farm. And they're like really protective of him and, you know, trying to take care of him and whatnot. The 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 baby with the, the one the baby that lives in the barn. His immune system is way stronger than the one over here because he's been exposed to all this, you know, dirt, 
poop or whatever, you know, happens at the farms. But their immune system is stronger. But we're over here at the baby, you know, being all clean and whatnot. When we start going outside, we're going to get infected. And our immune system is so weak that diseases are going to spike up. So, again, guys, I mean, you guys got to research this. Research it, look up information, and just be aware of what's really going on, you know. Um, it's it's funny how people see uh, – it's ridiculous. Like, now we have to wear masks. Like, people are getting to car accidents because they're wearing their masks in their car. Like, how ridiculous is that? That That's how, that's how much fear people have. They're wearing their masks inside their cars. Now, if that's you – I apologize, but you know, come on, man. You're in, you're inside your car, you know, you're inside your car. And, um, yeah, man, th things are getting ridiculous and, uh, just, just, just keep searching, man. Keep searching, uh, researching and, and just figure out what's really going on and, and you'll find out, you know, like people in Michigan, like they're like, they're. Man, they're going up to their their uh, city halls and whatnot with guns and and you know, ready to to rumble, you know, because their freedom is they're being taken away, you know. So, but I I, I know I sidetracked, but what what this podcast is going to be about is going to be about flat Earth. All right, so I'll, let me say this. When I heard about Flat Earth about like a couple of years ago, I think it was like four or five years ago, maybe less. I was like, Flat Earth, that's <laughs> so dumb, you know? And 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 they're like, well, just, you know, just search it, you know, just look up and see what what you come up with, you know? And so then I started researching it and I came to the conclusion that I'm I believe more that the Earth is flat than a sphere. Okay. And, um, so, um, I'm going to do this flat earth thing, uh, flat earth conspiracy, if you want to call it or, or whatever you want to call it, but I'm going to do it. And obviously biblically speaking, scripturally speaking, um, the flat earth is proven in scripture. And, but, but, um, I'm going to start off with these three quotes. Um, from Arthur, I'm probably going to butcher his last name. Scoffinahar. Yeah, it, it was bad. It's a German name. So he's a German philosopher. Uh, all truth passes through three stages. First, it is ridic ridiculed. Second, it is violently opposed. Third, it is accepted as being self-evident. Second, uh, from Rene Descartes, French mathem mathematician and physicist. If you would be a real seeker for the truth, it is necessary that at least once in your life you doubt as far as possible in all things. And the last one, um, Frederick. I'm going to put you this last name too. Nietzsche. 
Nietzsche, Nietzsche, I have no idea. He's a Prussian philosopher. Uh, sometimes people do not want to hear the truth because they do not want their illusion to be destroyed. Okay. So, um, I'm first going to start off with obviously NASA. Okay. NASA is the one that is the, the whole foundation of this whole, you know, ex, uh, ex space exploration. And one of the biggest things is like our taxes goes to, to NASA and it's over a couple of billion dollars. Okay. And just to do what, what exactly is it that they're actually doing? Because obviously this, obviously they believe in, or they supposedly tell us that they've gone to the moon, which I don't believe that they have gone to the moon. And that they have satellites up in space and whatnot and all this. But what is our money really going to? Um, so we're going to, I kind of want to kind of dissect the logo a little bit and and kind of go from there. Okay. Um, so uh, the NASA in Hebrew means, in Hebrew, okay, it means to deceive, okay? Um, the transliteration is Nasha, uh, with like an, it's N-A-S-H-A, Nasha, um, but it's pronounced uh, na uh, Nasa. Um, the definition is to lend on interest, be a creator, origin, a, a primitive root, to lead, to lead astray, to delude, or to seduce some of the usages beguile deceive deceive greatly otherly and translated uh um to let deceive do let deceive you are deceived deceived you do deceive greatly has deceived has deceived you shall deceived you otherly you have deceived. And if you want to look this up, it's a, uh, the, uh, strong H five, three, seven, seven. That's where you find the, the, the word, the lexical word of the Hebrew word, uh, NASA. If you want to search it up, cause I was searching it up and it was giving me this other word. Um, and I couldn't really find it. So, uh, I had to find it. And one of the scriptures that I found it in, was in Genesis 3, 13. Uh, and for you that don't know, Hebrew is in the Old Testament and Greek is in the New Testament. Uh, Genesis 3, 13, it says, Then the Lord God said to the, to the woman, which was Eve, What is this you have done? And the woman said, The serpent deceived me and I ate. So when I read this, I was like, hold up. So this is when, you know, obviously Satan deceives um, Eve to get the apple, right? And it says that a, that a serpent deceived me. And I looked at the logo 
and the the two little lines, the red lines, look like a snake, the like this uh, sn- snake tongue. I don't know. That just I just thought that was kind of I don't know coincidence. I don't know, uh, but it, it looks very very similar to a to a snake tongue. Um, but there's all there's also another theory, in which we're gonna um, you know tackle and so here we go nasa the logo uh jack parsons is uh is the one that created nasa um the the logo but that is just uh, the garble fact uh jack parsons was a genius in rocketry and design and uh, the solid fuel rockets that NASA uses even today. So he's the one that created this, the, the logo. He's the one that created, you know, uh, this whole solid fuel uh, rocket. And um, so, so yeah, I don't know if you knew that, but now you know. Uh, so this guy, he breaks it down, right? Uh, he says, uh, you know, obviously the blue circle. Uh, there's 41 uh, stars, and if you look at the logo, there's actually like another little star at the Arubis Circle. I hope I'm pronouncing that right. Um, and then there's five crosses or stars um, that you can see on the logo as well. Um, the Arubis oval drawn to look like a comet. But is the but is the Arubis the snake eating its uh, tail is a gen- generative uh, symbol. The red vector, like the you know the what I was talking about, like this the snake tongue. This looks like the lambda uh, a seven or a Hebrew uh, alphabet. Um, in the text itself, NASA uh, NASA will tell you. The blue circle represents the blue earth. Notice there are only two colors in the logo, blue and red. There is a blue and red of the British Israeli World Federation. Blue is Israel. Red is Britain. There is the same team that executed 9-11. I believe in 9-11. I think it was an inside job. I don't know, man. Again, we got to you got to research. You got to you got to see what's going on. You know, uh, um, and all these videos and stuff like that. You, it's okay. We'll 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 talk about that on another uh, time. Uh, for for sa- for Satanist, a spell performed with the color red can represent sexual desire, revenge, and aggress- aggressive magic. It is also useful as a focus of the will and to remove obstacles. For Satanist. The color blue can represent the focus on a spiritual goal or endeavor or to bring luck to a situation. Now, the white dots, um, there are 41 dots. The last one in the white orbital circle. Uh, look closely at, at the 11 o'clock area and you will find it. Okay. So 41 equals 4 plus 1 equals 5. And there's five crosses. Okay. Or stars. Um, there are five 
plus signs, cross stars, look close, and you will see the uh, crosses are inverted ever so slightly, okay? And obviously we know that that's kind of like a blasphemy uh, to the Christian um, uh, faith. You know, I believe uh, some uh, apostles were uh, crucified backwards, you know, to... Uh, for blasphemy. And um, so, again, um, you know, just kind of, you know, Satanists, they have to have some kind of, you know, what I've heard is that they have to somehow show that their, you know, alliance is with the devil, you know. And so, you know, symbols uh, and imagery and saying certain things um, to represent, you know, Satan, you know, they, they do certain things like that, you know. If you believe in the, the Illuminati, uh, you know, you'll, you'll see, you'll see, uh, a lot of that, you know, like the covering of the eye, uh, the, you know, the pyramid. And, you know, there's a lot of them that have basically said that they have sold their, you know, their soul to the devil. I mean, they've literally have said that. Uh, I mean, if you don't want to, if you don't want to think nothing that, oh, really, come on. How can, how, how can that really have an effect? Hey, I'm just letting you know. Okay, that's what happens. That's what they say, and you know that's for again for another for another day for another topic. Um. So, um, he's saying that the that the uh, vector is uh, Satan's tail. Okay, which I was kind of confused because I was like, it doesn't even look like a tail, but I was like, all right, I'll give this guy a benefit of the doubt. Let's 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 see what he has to say. Uh, so the Hebrew word for tell in the Hebrew is za, zanab, okay, or zan, uh, zanav with the V. Um, it's spelled Z-A-N-A-B, uh, but you pronounce it with the V at the end. So to hear for yourself how this world is pronounced in Hebrew, you know, it just uh, so... The word Zion, the first uh, letter, is pronounced Z, so like, like, like a hiss, you know. So s, and then noon, and then bet, as in alphabet. Okay, so you have Sayin, noon, bet, or vet, zanav. Okay. Um, and then note that the Zion is the seventh letter in the alphabet. Uh, Zion is written in the in this stylish manner, very much similar to the English uh, number seven. And um, so we keep going down. It says that uh, the red vector alludes to this world, to this word, tail repre represented by the image of the tail and itself. Plus the first letter of the word, 
Zanav, Zain, the letter Z, uh, to decode the, the logo, all representations except English letters, NASA should refer to Hebrew letters. So the vector is the tail, or Zanav, which is also voiced as Zana, the V being hushed. Uh, now, if you split this, these words into two, such as za, Z-A, Na, N-A-A, and reverse them, you get NASA or NASA. Okay? I don't, I, hey. I, I was like, what? Okay, I mean, coincidence? I don't know, man. I don't know. So, um... So why did they put the red vector tail in the logo? Well, for two reasons, okay? It provides the T letter from the tail, which if you had it in between NASA, you get Na plus T plus Sa, and which in reverse, you get Satan or Satan, okay? It is also represents a V, which is the Hebrew letter, uh, Vav, the sixth letter in the alphabet. Putting it all together, okay, there's 41 stars, 4 plus 1, 5, 5 inverted crosses, 5. The red vector V is Roman numeral for 5. So we have 5, 5, 5, or if we write them in Roman numeral, we get uh, V. Okay, we get three Vs. So V is the letter Vav which is in the sixth letter in the Hebrew alphabet. So we get 666, okay? Uh, so we, we have the number of the, of the beast, 666, on a blue circle with a devil's tail and regenerative on Orubis. But why a tail? Why not Satan's head or something else, you know? Like, why does it have to be the tail, you know? Um, there's a reason they put a tail and not the head. The reason NASA created was to deceive the populace. Uh, the fake moon landing hoax, which is, I mean, come on, man. Ugh. Uh, the imagery space station, all ho uh, hoax uh, meant to deceive. Uh, it is nature of the devil to rope in your cooperation by revealing what it wants to do. If you stay silent, then it means you accept the devil's uh, bidding. So it tells you via the logo that is trying to deceive you. How is it doing this? How is it doing this? Do you know the spiritual meaning of the tell? Uh, we refer to what people in the biblical days thought and meant. We refer to the Bible. Okay. So the tell, Revelations 9, uh, verse 19. The tails of the horses were like unto serpents, having heads, and by them they do harm. Okay. And so, um, again, you know, I mean, I don't know, man. You know, if you want to, if, again, if you want to do your research, I mean, I don't know. It's kind of hard to you know, fight against this, you know, because I mean, it's literally in plain sight. I mean, you can do the research, you can look at the Hebrew and you can find out this whole thing. I mean, it's, it's there, you know? And again, how many people know, know the, the Hebrew, 
especially you know uh, Hebrew in in scripture how many people know so how would they again if you don't know do the research look at you the Hebrew look at what's really going on look at look at the alphabet look at the letters look at the numbers and um, so again man I don't know man you know to serve the beast by trashing the true knowledge of humanity through deception and lies to regenerate this fake agenda year after year. You know, I don't know. Uh, so everything that NASA puts out there in the media is deception. It's trash to good knowledge and to deceive humanity. I mean, literally, if you believe, uh, you know, if you really believe everything that NASA says, I don't know. We're we're kind of we're, we're gonna go, and we're kind of we're gonna try to debunk as much as you know uh, NASA says. Okay. All right. So that was the logo, right? So, so then I was like, okay, but you know, what about what about you know? What does NASA say about the the globe? Okay, so I'm pretty sure you've seen like the Earth the Earth structure. You know how it says the crust and the lithosphere and and athidnosphere, mantle, outer core, and the inner core. You know how they all have like you know certain depths. Well, let's check out this these depths and and let's see if they make sense. Okay, let's see if they make sense. Uh, so the crust, okay, the crust itself is 21.748 miles. Okay. So from the crust to the inner core is 31, uh, it's 3,168 miles to 3,963 miles. I'm sorry, I don't know if I said that right. So it's almost 3,000 to 4,000 miles deep from the crust all the way inside. Okay. I mean, does that make sense to you? That's how deep supposedly the earth is. But check this out. Check this out. The deepest we have ever dug, okay, into the earth is 7.619 miles in 1989. Where at? In Kola Super Deep Borehole in Russia. Okay, so let me get this straight, right? So we've only gone, or we've only uh, dug up only seven. Let, let's, let's give these guys, let's round it up. Eight miles. Eight miles deep. And the crust is 21 miles. And yet somehow they know that the inner core is 4,000 miles deep. While we've only dug 7,000 miles deep. How, how does that make sense to you guys? How does that make sense to you guys? Okay, now, 
now I had to do the I I had to find out um how um these guys um calculated you know to the center of the earth you know how how do they do it or what is it that that they do so um if you go to the national geographic okay it says that the way that they do it uh is by Solar solar wind, um, the spiral convention currents in the outer core are responsible for Earth's magnetic field, which protects the planet from toxic particles of the solar wind. Movement in the outer core causes the magnetic poles to shift up to 64 kilometers, which equals 40 miles every year. Okay. And another one is se seismic shadow zones. Okay. Uh, the intense depth, pressure, and temperature of the core make it difficult to study. Okay, they it, okay, it makes difficult to study, but somehow they figured it out. Scientists primarily use uh, seismographs and uh, measurements of shock waves from earthquakes to analyze its structures. Okay, so the way that they do it is by Whenever that, I, um, I guess when they have an earthquake or something. Um, so how the mantle and core were determined using the arrival times of direct P, as in Peter, and S, I mean, as, I don't know, Satan <laughs> uh, or snake, uh, uh, body waves. And what is B or S? Uh, B waves primarily are compressive waves that travel through solid and liquids. Uh, S waves, secondary, are shear waves that travel through solids only. Okay, so I I have no idea how, like, I mean, I, I, I have a hard time to figure out how they calculated this. Um... I mean, uh, is someone on top, and then on 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 the on the on the on a sphere is someone on top, and there's another person miles and thousands of miles away, and then somehow they figure it out. Okay, this is how f far it is. But again, how does that calculate the center of the Earth? I don't know. I don't know, but that's the way that they calculate um, their boundaries between the crust and the mantle. And the outer core and inner core. Okay. Um, which for me, again, it, it, it just doesn't make sense. It doesn't make sense to me. You know, it doesn't make sense that we've only dug up only uh, eight, you know, eight miles deep. And yet the crust is 21 miles deep. That's not even half of the crust. And yet we're supposed to know that the earth is that deep inside. I mean, I, I don't know. I mean, if you want to believe that, okay. Uh, so that's, that's the way that they determine 
the Earth's structure. Okay. Now, now let's talk about the rotation. Okay. The rotation of the of basically of everything. Okay. So so here we go. Rotation. Earth spins at a thousand miles per hour. Okay. So the Earth spins a thousand miles per per hour. Let me just tell you this. You know when there's a volcano? Okay. There's a volcano, the smoke goes up. If the earth was going a thousand miles per hour, that smoke would have started. Uh, I mean, the volcano would have been rotating, right? And the smoke would be left behind. And you can see like the trail, right? But that doesn't happen. And, and you can't, we can't feel the earth spin. Oh, well, then people say, well, you know, the reason why you don't feel it is because of gravity. Gravity. Okay. Let's give these guys benefit of the doubt. So, our orbital speed around the sun is about 67 miles per hour. Man, our Earth is pretty fast. Okay. So, while the Earth is spinning a thousand miles per hour, it is also going around the sun. Around the sun, sixty-seven thousand, sixty-seven thousand miles per hour. And again, we can't feel none of that. Okay. We don't feel none of that. We should be flying all over the place right now. Okay. But again, how does this make sense? So, and while, okay, while the planets rotating are rotating around the sun and they have their own speed, okay? It's like NASCAR. They're just going in circles, you know, circle after circle after circle, okay? Just, I, I guess, <laughs> I guess they're, they're waiting just, you know, I hear people that the only reason why they watch NASCAR is for the, for the crashes. So, I guess we're just waiting to see. When one of these planets crashes. Okay. Uh, so then the other movement is the solar system traveling through space. Okay. Now, I don't know how they calculated this. Okay. But we're moving through space at 448,000 miles per hour. How does that make sense to you guys? Okay, so the Earth is spinning at a thousand miles while traveling around the sun at 60,000 miles while traveling through space over five, over 450,000 miles per hour. And yet again, we cannot feel none of it. Zero. And just figure this out. Okay, just, okay. So if that's true, right? If that's true, then we should be at night, we should be seeing different 
stars every night if we're if we're traveling through space. I mean, Polaris is still at the North Star. The Big Dipper is still where the Di- Big Dipper is at all times. But yet we're moving through space. But the stars are still in the same place. So I had to get some drinks of water because I can't believe all this. So we can't. So the stars are still the same. They're, they haven't changed. Now they supposedly say, they supposedly say that the North Star is going to change in a couple of hundred years. How convenient. How can we're not even going to be here when that supposedly happens? Okay. So again, there's a lot, there's a lot of movement going on and we're not feeling none of it. Okay. So let's, let's see what scripture says. Um, Let's see what scripture says about about a moving earth. Okay. Obviously it doesn't. You know, Bible says that. Um, here, let me just read Joshua 10 verse 13. And the sun stood still and the moon stopped until the nation took vengeance on their enemies is this not written in the book of Jezar? The sun stopped in the midst of the heaven and did not hurry to set for a, about a whole day. So here it teaches that the sun and the moon goes around the around the earth, not the other way around. If it would have been the other way around, it would have said, you know, and the earth stood still. But it doesn't. The the sun and the moon stood still. Okay. Psalms 104, verse 5. He set the earth on its foundation so that it should never be moved. 1 Corinthians chapter 16, verse 30. Tremble before him, all the earth. Yes, the world is established. It shall never be moved. So again, we're seeing scripture telling us that the earth is stationary. It does not move. It doesn't move. Um, Revelations chapter 7 verse 1. After this, I saw four angels standing at the four corners of the earth. Holding back the four winds of the earth that no wind might blow on earth 
or see or against any tree. I don't know, man. There's there's not a corner on a on a globe. I mean, if I get a basketball, how do I know which corner is which? I mean, how many corners? I mean, how many corners can I have? I don't see no corners on on a ball. Did you guys? If you guys do, hit me up. Okay, hit me up on my Instagram, Facebook, Twitter. You know, Theology High Podcast. Let me know. Uh, okay, and uh, Matthew 4, uh, chapter 4, verse 8. Again, the devil took him to a very high mountain and showed him all the kingdoms of the world and their glory. This is where the devil is tempting Jesus and telling him, hey, man. You, you you want to be glorified? You want to be, uh, um, you want to have all the power? Just just worship me. But here it's it's saying the devil took him to a very high mountain and showed him all the nations, all the kingdoms of the world and their glory. How can you do that on a on a globe? Oh, but it's a metaphor. Uh, I don't know, man. I don't know. That's not what I'm getting from this. Okay. And so let, let's keep reading. Let's see Psalms 93, uh, verses 1 through 5. The Lord reigns, He is robed in majesty. The Lord is robed. He has put on strength as his belt. Yes, the world is established. It shall never be moved. Your throne is established from from of old. You are from everlasting. The floods have lifted up, O Lord. The floods have lifted up their voices. The floods lift up their roaring Mightier than the thunders of many waters. Mightier than the waves of the sea. The Lord on high is mighty. Your decrees are very trustworthy. Holiness benefits your house, O Lord, forevermore. Okay. Um, so again, we're seeing that, that the earth does not move. That is stationary. And so again, that's what I mean. I can keep going and reading all these scriptures that prove that the earth is stationary and flat. Um, so, so, so that's what scripture says about you know rotating again. If you want to believe that the earth is spinning a thousand miles while traveling uh, around the sun at 60,000 miles while traveling through space at a, over 450,000 miles per hour, I don't even know. I don't even know how fast that is. That, that has to be incredibly fast. 
But yet we don't feel none of that. But scripture says no. The the earth is flat, is stationary, and the sun and the moon travel. Go they they're the ones moving. We are the center of the of the universe or the earth, not the sun. Okay. And then, uh, and and let's just check this out, okay? If NASA has supposedly gone through space or have has gone through space, right? Let's check out their their pictures. Just just Google NASA. Uh, C, uh, CGI Earth. Every Earth from every year is a different color. A different size. Even the continents are different sizes. And yet people believe that this is true. Like we're being so indoctrinated. Oh, but how does it matter, man? You know, it just like, so what? Hey, it matters, man. It matters because if they lie about one thing, how much are they lying about? Okay. And I, I, I hope I can um, bring this up on my, uh, on my, on my phone, because um, this is pretty, pretty crazy. So there's this guy named uh, Robert Simmons, uh, also known as Mister Blue Marvel. He's the one that uh, created this um, this earth, okay? But let's see what he let's see what he says, okay? Let's see what he says. Let's see what he says. Hopefully, I got it at the right spot. This and it had wide appeal too. For example, it ended up as the default background on the iPhone. I didn't even know until I bought- That's him speaking, by the way, okay? Bought an iPhone um, and turned it on and kind of did a little happy dance. Simmons' job is- It's primarily taking data and making pictures out of it. That's what this is, a composite of data sets from several different instruments translated into a picture. The okay, did you guys hear that? Did you guys just hear what he just said? Did you, did you just hear what she just said? They're composites of different equipments that have taken pictures of, of supposedly of the, of the earth. Okay. Let's just go back and see what she said. Related into a picture. The and us, the really cool thing was the data set up until that point, there was no realistic color map of the globe anywhere. So the land layer here comes from the moderate resolution imaging spectral radiometer aboard Terra. And the tricky part here was the weather. So we actually had to take clouds out. They stashed the So they take clouds out. Okay. Just remember about the clouds. We're, we're going to get we're going to get back to that. Clouds for later went onto the ocean. That came from an instrument that measures phytoplankton in the sea. Where it was low, I colored it dark blue because they're low mostly in mid-oceans. And then where it was a little bit higher, it was like a little bit brighter green. Then add the clouds back in. There's a small problem with it because the 
There's a very slight gap in Okay, so he's saying that supposedly this equipment that took all these uh, composites, there's these gaps in in the uh, in the pictures. Okay, he doesn't say how big these gaps are. He doesn't say um, how uh, how wide or how long these gaps are that you know these these pictures are missing, but they're missing. Okay, which means that this this guy is fixing the composites and fixing them somehow okay which means that it's not really the earth okay but let's let's keep listening let's keep listening in each orbit so some of those are painted on it is photoshopped but it's it's has to be what what did you just hear what he just said it is Photoshop, but it has to be. But it has to be. Because there's a very slight gap in between each orbit. So some of those are painted on. It is Photoshopped, but it's it's has to be. Then? There was another layer to sort of... This is the guy that made the famous Blue Marvel. And you guys believe that the Earth, the picture that they show that they show you, is real? Well, this guy is telling you that all these pictures are CGI and composites. Okay, which means that it's not real. And just to let you know, all this information will be on 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 my Instagram and if you want to search it up if you if you want to look at it yourself I mean you're more than welcome to okay but if you want to search it up it's called uh Robert Simmons Mr. Blue Marble okay but let's let's continue to to hear what we what he says the atmosphere and then there's this little bright spot it's called the specular highlight so it's the reflection of sunlight off of water those are the pieces but you can't just slap them all together it just didn't look realistic it looks kind of full. it didn't look realistic okay it didn't look realistic so what what did he do flat or the clouds are sort of too see-through so i just take command z a lot there's artistry command z a lot which means he's using a program which means it's CGI, which means it's not real. To creating the world. What I imagine it to be. Um, unfortunately, I'm not an astronaut. <laughs> I've never been to space. But I've looked at these images over and over again. So let me get this straight. A guy that works with NASA, Robert Simmons, Created the blue marble while he clearly says himself he's never been to space, he's never seen the earth, he's working with composites, he's working with CGI, doing a lot of command Z, fixing the earth the way that he thinks it looks like. And the people just believe that that's true. While there's still pieces of the earth missing. 
and you don't question this? NASA has several alleged photographs of the ball Earth, which show several exact duplicates of cloud patterns. Again, this guy just says he he didn't know what else to do, so he had to use his imagination to figure out or to uh, see how the Earth looked. When NASA images of the ball Earth are compared with one another, the coloration of the land, oceans, and relative size of the continents are, are consistently so drastically different from one another as to prove beyond any reasonable doubt that, that the pictures are, are all fake. Like I was saying. The continents are different sizes. The ocean is a different color. There's there's even clouds that look exactly the same. They've been just copy and pasted, copy and pasted, copy and pasted on 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 the uh uh on the pictures, on the on the globe pictures. They look exactly the same. I mean, you can again you can search this up. Just search up CGI clouds on, on, on the global earth and you'll see that those um, clouds are are exactly the same. Okay? They're exactly the same. But again, do your research. Look it up. I'm not just saying this just because I just think it is and, you know, it is what it is. No, man. I, I'm I'm doing my research. I'm trying to figure out what this is. I'm trying to figure out if this is true or not. But again, do your research and you figure it out. So uh I kind of want to s- stay with the clouds topic, okay? Uh but we're gonna but first I gotta talk about the sun. Okay. First I gotta talk about the sun. The sun is an average distance of of about 93 million miles away from the from the earth. That's what they tell us. Okay? That's what they that's what they're telling us how far the sun is from from the earth. Okay? Um and the the sun is supposedly 865,000 miles in diameter. Now let's do an experiment. I don't know if you guys are driving. I don't know if you guys are in a desk or at home or wherever you guys are at. Okay. But do this experiment on your own. Grab a piece of cardboard. Grab two pieces of cardboard. Uh, one, one cardboard cut about five pieces, like five holes. Okay. Five holes on the cardboard. And then on the other one, just outline the the circles that you cut out, like in a in a pen or or sharpie or whatever. Now go outside, or again, okay, when you go outside, see how when you move the cardboard up, 
you can see the obviously you have to be <laughs> obviously you have to be doing this while the sun is up. Now while it's dark because it's <laughs> it's not gonna work. So you're gonna get the cardboard, the one that has the holes, and you're gonna go up. See how those rays go completely straight down? They don't flutter out, they don't go outward. Okay. That's that would be true. That cardboard, the one that has the holes, represents the clouds. Okay. When you go up, it shows that the sun rays are going down. Which, if the sun is 93 miles, uh, 93 million miles away, and a diam diameter of 865,000 miles would make sense. It would make complete sense. But here's the problem. When you see clouds, again, I don't know if you're driving in the at your home, uh, working. I don't know if you're working right now because of the cool quarantine. But if you look at the clouds, look at the sun rays. Are they going straight down or are they fluttering out? Okay. Now. Go inside your house or, you know, or with your cardboard, uh, with your cardboard. Now, put a flashlight over the, the cardboard that you have the holes, which represents the cloud. Now, put the flashlight under it. What happens? What happens is that the, the, the light of the flashlight that goes through the holes flutter out. Okay, and if you move it to side to side, the angles are different. But if the sun is that far, again, why are we not seeing straight sun rays, rays of the sun? Now, they tell us, this is what they tell us. They call it something of pers perspective. I forgot what they call it. But okay, mainstream science has sought to explain away these sun rays that are extremely damaging to the hello heliocentric model as just the result of a visual phenomenon known as linear perspective. The problem is perspective can't explain these rays and i wish and again uh i you know doing the whole experiment with the cardboard and the holes and stuff like that um show that very perspective they invoke to try and save the helicentric model from these damaging uh crepuscular cre crepuscular rays actually indicate the helicentric Heliocentric model is a fraud, is not true. Again, if you if you do the the experiment that I just uh, the one that I just said, now you know how the sun flutters out. They're telling us, well, it's not really happening. Those those uh, that light that is fluttering is actually going straight down. 
you just can't notice because of perspective. What? What kind of magic witchcraft is that, man? What are you talking about? What do you mean? So, okay, so the summaries that I see at the beach, right? Obviously, you can see where the sun rays hit, hits the ocean and they hit at an angle. So you're telling me that I'm seeing that light going down and straight while it's hitting the ocean at an angle. But I'm but I'm tripping because that's not what's really happening. <laughs> <laughs> I So that's what that's what they're telling us. Okay? Which by by doing the experiment it it shows that the sun is actually closer and smaller than they're telling us. And there's actually a bunch of videos online that you can see people they actually, you know, uh Video, video record the, the sun and it looks a lot closer, a lot closer than what the, the 93 miles, 93 million miles away. Okay. And I mean, and there's a, there's a hot spot underneath the sun. But if that was true, it wouldn't be a hot spot. They say the rays of the sun are actually straight, but we see them going out because of perspective. Light from from a light pole. Yeah. If you see you okay, you know like at, at night, I don't know if you guys have if you guys have like light post or or things like that, but if you guys have light post and there's a tree, do you see how the light kind of flutters out? Okay? But all that Mathematical, mathematical. I can't even say it. Math, math. Wow, I'm losing it. Math, the math. Wow. <laughs> I'm pretty sure you guys are 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 pronouncing it way better than me. But I'm talking about math. Okay. Uh, they prove that by following the rays, you can locate the common center. Of the light source. Okay. Which means. The sun is not that far. It's actually a lot closer. Again. If you want to believe in, in. In what NASA. And these. High. Freemason. Brotherhood. People tell you. Okay. I mean I don't even know if I can say that. I don't even know. I mean, I, again, this is my sixth or seventh podcast. I don't know if, if it's gonna you're gonna be able to hear it or not, but if you do it, and if you don't, it's probably because I've been mentioning Freemasons and stuff like that. Uh, I mean, now we can see that uh, even if, even if you search for flat Earth, it, it just tells you all about debunking, all about. Uh, that the earth is round, that it's not flat. And again, there's 
man, if if I can find the video, um, this the the lady says they were, I believe, in Congress, and they were actually asking ask, asking her about flat Earth uh, Google search, um, and they were telling them that like, no, we're trying to inform the people with better information with true information exactly whose truth their truth why is it so wrong for us to search the flat earth why is it so wrong for us to to just to figure out what's really going on Why is it so wrong? Now I I saw this this documentary where this guy this professor in Irvine he says that is the reason why they don't like people talking about the flat earth is because their funding can be minimized. <laughs> okay. So you're worried about your funding instead of the truth. Instead of real truth. Okay. Okay, I see you. Uh, so then, so yeah, I, I can't find the video right now, but I'll, I'll, I'll see if I can post it on my Instagram and you guys can, can see it. Uh, but yeah, so again, all these things are... Um, you, you can you can see and you can find out. You can just look at it. You don't need you don't need a a scientist to tell you that the Earth is round or flat. Do your own research. Do your own research. Now, we come to the the firmament, okay, the dome. What does Scripture say about the firmament? Uh, now, why why do people believe that the Earth is flat and not a sphere? I believe I believe that there's powers that are trying to take God's glory from His creation. Okay, and saying that no, we we came out of nothing. Evolution happened. And no, there's not a creator. Because the flat earth proves that someone created it. Someone someone created this. Which means that someone created us. Okay. So that's, again, that's kind of where, where I lean and that's kind of what I believe. Um. Uh, uh, the firmament, also known as uh, Riggs, R-I-W-X, uh, strong uh, 7549, extended surface solid vault of heaven supporting waters above as, a clear, as clear as day, 
The firmament is a hard surface separating the waters above the earth from the sky and the waters below the earth. I think this is uh, clear, again, clear from the text from scripture. And even without definition, I mean, that's what it says. Uh, but let's let's see what certain scripture says, says and we'll go from there. Uh and God made the firmament and divided the waters which were under the firmament from the waters which were above the firmament, and it was so. And God called the firmament of heaven, and the evening and the morning were the second day. The image, uh, again, there's an image right here, and I hope you guys can see it, but uh, I have to, again, I will post it on my Instagram. Everything will be there. And I'm gonna I'm gonna start making uh um my I need to start up my website so you guys can also see like all this that I'm sharing and and just have all the details like all everything just what I'm what I'm saying so you guys can look at it and and just go through it yourself and and just see what you guys think. Um. Now. Uh, Genesis seven eleven and in the sixth. Hundredth year of Noah's life, in the second month, the the seventeenth day of the month, the same day, were all the foundations of a great deep broken up, and the windows of heaven were open. Um, the text is very clear that it's a window lattice or chimney for smoke to escape. Strong's O six nine nine. When I say strong, that's from the uh, concordance, so you can search up the words. That are in Hebrew or Greek. So, you know, you can look up the words. Uh, in other words, uh, if you are in an enclosure such as a house or a world such as earth, the windows in the firmament open to allow the water above to fall in. This actually makes a lot more sense than me also. Uh, because it shows just how suddenly the flood came upon the earth. The idea was that no one except for Noah, not even the watchers, knew that the flood was imminent. Now, again, I don't know if you guys believe in this whole, like, Simpsons, um, how this guy proves everything on his, um, on his cartoon shows. But from what I remember, I remember there was a couple of Simpson episodes where I think one of them, they were playing baseball and they hit a home run and the, and the baseball hit the, went all the way to the, to the sky and hit the, hit a wall, a glass wall and water started coming down. Again, coincidence? I don't know, man. I don't know. So, uh, therefore, I will shake the heavens and the earth shall remove out of her place in wrath of the Lord of hosts and in the day of his fierce anger. Isaiah 13, 13. This just flat out doesn't make sense if the earth is round and hurling through space. If the heavens shake, 
that would not matter unless they were affixed to the earth. Since we know heaven is on top of the dome, this makes perfect sense. However, if you tried and shake the vacuum of space, you run into all sorts of scriptural problems. Um, Isaiah 40.22 It is he that sitteth upon the circle of the earth, and the inhabitants thereof are as grasshoppers that stretched out the heavens as a curtain and stretched them out as a tent to dwell in. Uh, if you know anything about the tabernacle that uh, and Andrew Hoy is attempting to build, then you know the earth and the tabernacle, according to the standards established by the original Hebrew Exodus wilderness tabernacle instructions, it is a giant tent or dome that is stretched out on earth and so basically that's kind of what they're saying you know they're saying that the earth is flat and the curtain or dome is stretched out so again we don't know how far this this dome is or um or or anything like that but we've come to an hour and 13 minutes and let me just finish uh let me just finish finish this up with uh this uh documentary there's this documentary that i really want you guys to check out it's called convex earth the documentary the flat earth scientific proof okay after 7 years of research on earth format scientific experiments carried out by brazilian researchers at daquila research and the Seguras Technological Center in partnership with professionals from various areas of Brazil and other countries such as the United States, Russia, Chile, the Netherlands, Spain, have shown the that the Earth is not a sphere. Okay, so they've done seven scientific experiments that were carried out. Okay. They did boats on horizontal lines. Experiments with refracting and reflecting telescopes have proved that the boats do not disappear on the horizon, but we lost the ability to absorb them, observe them due to an optical phenomenon. This phenomenon was studied by the researchers who formulated a new physical theory which explains physically and mathematically, why is that word so hard for me? Math, mathematically. <laughs> oh my God. Oh, okay. So, okay, you know what I mean. How this works. Now, they do two laser beam experiments. Okay. A long range laser was used to measure the flatness and leveling of the waters at the Tres. Maris Dam in Lagoa dos Patos on Lake Titicaca, Peru, and in the seas of Hibela and in the Strait of Gilbertraw. 
The test performed up to 35 kilometers, which equals 21.748 miles, did not identify any curvature, which NASA says every every 20 miles, you'll have a 266.7, feet of curvature. But they did uh, 21, and they found no curvature, okay, none whatsoever. They did GPS, and they also did this uh, test called geodesic curvature of buildings, uh, which includes, which is, it is a generalization of the notion of a straight line to a more general setting, which consisting consisted in measuring the distance between the bases and tops of buildings in Taurus and another in Nathal with a distance of 1,895 miles between them, referencing the sea level. The, measure, the measurements were the same if the Earth was uh, spherical, the measure of the distance between the bases should be smaller than the measurement between the upper parts of the building because they would be following the curvature of the earth. Uh, the other one was communicating with vessels. Experiments with plumbing verticalization and level horizontalization have proved that gravity does not exist because the physical behavior of water is to seek its original form, that is, flatness. According to Randir, what holds us firm to the ground is the MDPL, which stands for mag Magnetic Density, Pressure, and Light. Okay, that's what holds us down. The last one, uh, and then and then they did a magnetic field one, and so, uh, and then they did a they put up through images obtained through several atmospheric probes launched by several researchers, as well as of incursions made, including in Antarctica, with the collabor collaboration of the armed forces of Brazil. Because I don't know if you knew, but there's you got to search it up. The Antarctica Treaty, okay? Not anybody can just go there, okay? There's all the nations have a treaty together. You can't travel that far, okay? So, uh, doo -doo -doo -doo. and so they have actually, what they say that they have actually discovered more land than, than our actual map. And uh, going north. Now again, that's what they've done over the seven years of seven years of experiments, seven experiments, uh, and that's what they've done. That's what they've concluded. Now I want to finish off with with the scripture here. Disregarding the dome, the essential flatness flatness of the earth's surface is required by verses like Daniel 4 chapter 4 verses 10 through 11 
in Daniel, the king saw a tree of great height at the center of the earth, reaching with its top to the sky and visible to the earth's furthest bounds. If the earth were flat, a suf sufficiently tall tree would be visible to the earth's farthest bounds. But this is impossible on a spherical earth. Likewise, is describing the temptation, the temptation of Jesus by Satan, Matthew 4, 8, which I read uh, earlier, uh, 4, 8 says, once again, the devil took him to a very high mountain and showed him all the kingdoms of the world, cosmos in their glory. Obviously, this would be, would be possible only if the earth were flat. The same is true. Uh, Revelations chapter 1 verse 7 Behold he is coming with the clouds Every eye shall see him Now if when Jesus is coming How are let's say You know If he comes to America Because obviously I live in America Or the US Because I live in the US Uh then what about the people like in England or Australia or Africa or China? Uh, are they, how are they going to see him? Again, the only way that every eye shall see him is if the earth is flat. It says that every, everyone shall see him and know that he is God and bow down and confess that he is God. So again, this is why I believe that the earth is flat. It's more a possibility that it, it is a flat. It's a flat uh, plane. And next time we'll, we'll you know, keep kind of going through it a little bit more and talk about other, other things of what, why it could be flat. And, but I thank you guys for, for being here with me. I appreciate it. And again, I'm learning, man. I'm learning how to do my podcast. Uh, I know I, I say certain words a lot, and I hope that I, I could just be better, and, and and I hope that you guys will stick with me and kind of follow my journey and and um, and just just be with me and, and follow me and just, you know, support me by listening to my podcast. And, and again, um, you know, in this pandemic, just know that God's with you and God loves you. God, God loves every single one of us. God bless you guys. I hope to see you on the next one. And please guys, you know, I, I know we're, again, we're in quarantine. Let's just give some time for God. Five minutes of, of prayer of reading his scripture of, of just something, man, you know, and, um, and yeah, so God bless you guys. Hope you guys enjoyed this episode. Let me know what you guys think. Uh, I have put my, my email on my Instagram. You guys can email me, shoot me a, a message, an email. Let me know what you guys think. If you guys need prayer, you know, I can pray for you guys. And, uh, yeah, I'll see you guys on the next one, and God bless you guys, man. Thank you.